Hello everyone and welcome back to Don't Be a Drag here on 91.9 WLJS. My name is Patrick Yim and I am your host. Today we have a very special guest with us. We are speaking with Russell Howard from Druid City Pride out in Tuscaloosa. Russell, how are you doing today? Doing very well, man. How about yourself? Doing great. So, I'd like to thank you first off for speaking with us. I know you have a very busy schedule, so thank you for taking that time out of your day to be with us. I wanted you just to kind of talk a little bit about yourself and kind of where you're from and your involvement within the LGBT community. All right. So I uh, um, was born and raised here in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. I uh, went to the University of Alabama and uh, Shelton State Community College. Um, it was probably four years ago when I first got involved with what then was the first incarnation of a Tuscaloosa Pride event. Um, after that one and seeing the quick growth of things, um, we decided to form uh, a board um, and um, ended up having to change our name because of another organization here in town that kind of had the same one. Uh, so that's how we ended up being through the Prod. Um, and we are now going into our third Prod season. Uh, we do ours in October. So it's a very busy time, very exciting time, and uh, we're looking forward to it. Now, I know a lot of organizations, especially around this area, like to do their Pride events around the June-July area. Why did y'all decide to do yours in October instead of in the normal summer months? Well, um, October is actually LGBT History Month, um, and so that played um, a part in the decision to move to October. Uh, but also, here in Tuscaloosa, University of Alabama, um, obviously students are a big part of our community as well and so we wanted to be able to include our students uh, in whatever celebration we did so if we did it in June when school's out uh, a lot of people would miss the opportunity to have a part in it so by doing it in October um, our, all of our students are in uh, so it's a great community activity for both uh, UA and uh, citizens of Tuscaloosa it's usually a bit cooler. Um, it doesn't look like it will be this year, but <laughs> you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of other factors that go into it. And then also, uh, like this year in June, uh, there was a pride every weekend in the state of Alabama, which is fantastic. Um, and so, rather than try to compete uh, with a weekend with another pride, we are sort of out of mind because we end up doing ours in October, but. Um, it gives everybody their own their own weekend to do their thing, and then if somebody from across the state wants to travel, they can, and you're not having to choose between one pride or the other. Yeah, and I know that you guys also participated in some of those pride events, too, throughout the summer, because I remember at Central Alabama Pride, seeing you guys out there helping out and just kind of generally being around and seeing everyone. So, I mean, y'all weren't just hanging out and not doing anything. Y'all were still busy at work throughout the summer, too. Yes, uh, it's it's. There's a lot that goes into it. Um, it's definitely a year-round thing. We have a seven-member board that's all volunteer. So I, I thank them so much for the time commitment they give. Like I said, our 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 pride is in October, and literally as soon as that one's over, we're already thinking about the next one. And with so many prides being in June, it's uh, we can't make it to all of them which is unfortunate, but it's great to be able to go and represent Dread City Pride at another Pride Festival and just show the, the love within our state um, that it's not just one area. Like you, our, our state really is growing. It's, it's, it's becoming more field 
filled with pride, and, and we like to be a part of that. So for the people who are listening, what are some of the things that you guys are going to be doing during that week leading up to the big pride events that weekend throughout the different businesses and just the different community aspects that you have going on? Uh, yeah, so we actually have a busy week starting um, on October the 7th going through the 14th. Uh, we'll kick off with, uh, a, we call it Pints with Pride, a uh, party at Icon, at, which is the LGBT bar here in Tuscaloosa, uh, and that will be followed with a, a poetry night, and uh, we actually have um, a lot of university involvement with that, which is great. Um, we'll be doing our, our, we call it our Star Surge on Monday, where uh, any, anyone can compete, and uh, if you win, you get $50, and you'll get to uh, perform at the Pride Festival. Uh, we're very excited about um, the movie screening we're having Tuesday night in partnership with Start Talking Alabama. Uh, we'll be doing Upstairs Inferno. Um, if you don't know much about that, I highly recommend you Google Upstairs Inferno or the Upstairs Lounge in New Orleans. It's, uh, um, it was the largest mass LGBT killing prior to Orlando that was basically swept under the rug. We have a skate night on Wednesday, um, a wonderful event on that Thursday night with Invisible Histories Project, going over some local LGBT history and some ways that we can get involved with that. Uh, we have a great block party planned for Friday night. We have uh, a street in downtown Tuscaloosa we're going to shut down. I uh, have a great DJ, food trucks, games, all kinds of fun stuff. We will be doing a tailgate on the quad at the University of Alabama prior to um, Alabama's homecoming game. Uh, and that will be in partnership with uh, the newly formed University of Alabama LGBT Alumni Association. Super excited about that. Um, we have a, a fun night planned at Icon after that, and then the festival will be Sunday with Lady Bunny. Yes, I saw that. I was super excited to hear about the people that you have coming to perform, especially with it with Lady Bunny coming out throughout the changes y'all have had to do. If anybody's interested in coming to these events, any one of them, uh, do these type of things cost, or are they open to the public for free? The majority of them are free. Um, the only thing that costs is the skate night on Wednesday night. is actually free to get in, but if you need to rent skates, it's $5. And then um, Saturday night when we have our event at Icon, there's a cover to get in. And those are the, really the only two. All right, so if you guys are listening and are uh, interested in attending any of the events, make sure to check out Druid City Pride's Facebook. They've got all of these events listed, and you can find out more details and information, and I'm sure they'd be happy to message you back on Facebook if you had any questions. But I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about um, the University of Alabama's LGBT Association Alumni Association. I saw that you were involved with that, and I wanted to hear a little bit about that organization and how you got involved there. Yeah, so um, like I said, it's brand new. They actually kicked off their um, membership drive a week ago today, so last Friday. Um, had They've had a phenomenal response so far. Um, the, the idea of the LGBT Alumni Association, which was needed greatly at the University of Alabama, actually came from two guys uh, Will Thomas and Chase Sanders, who are both UA alums, and they actually both live in D.C. now. So they've been doing a lot of long-distance planning with this. Um, and it, it took them about a year of planning and getting people involved and stuff like that. Uh, my involvement came in, uh, a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was the director of the city prod. So 
being here in Tuscaloosa and trying to find ways to engage um, the LGBTQ community of Tuscaloosa is, is kind of how I was pulled in initially. And then um, I have now been uh, named the co-chair of Programs Committee, which will be um, kind of a unique opportunity. I'm trying to plan events for the Alumni Association. And the reason it's a little bit unique is uh, the Alumni Association is not regional. Whereas most, there's like a Tuscaloosa chapter, Birmingham chapter, that kind of thing. It's just one big alumni association for the whole U.S. But with that said, there are community groups. So some of the bigger cities where there's been a a larger U.A. alum, LGBT population that has been identified, we are, they are forming um, community groups there. So there's one here in Tuscaloosa in Birmingham. And really, they look to grow that as much as possible. It's not going to be the first initial cities are Tuscaloosa, Birmingham, Nashville, New York City, and D.C. But they, I mean, they would love to, we would love to open that up as many places as possible. Yeah, I know JSU just started our own LGBT alumni chapter here, and it was a lot of work getting something like that put together. Tell me, um, I know y'all are still in your first first starting out phase. What is something that you guys want to be able to put together with this organization, and where do you want to see it go? Uh, so with the Alumni Association especially, uh, being able to help out, uh, Safe Zone is, there's a Safe Zone office at the university. Um, it is known as a safe space for, for anybody really, but especially the LGBTQ community. It's not greatly funded. So that's one of the, the first big things we would like to see is if the university is not going to kick more in, then we want to kick more in to, to help fund uh, Safe Zone and make sure that there's resources there um, and people there whenever there's a need. Outside of that, um, now being uh, an official part of the University of Alabama's Alumni Association, it'll be easier to form scholarships and things like that, uh, which is something we would love to do for LGBT students. And also try to find a way to be a resource for students as they come out. I mean, it's still a harsh realization that uh, students come out and their parents disown them or cut off any money. And, and being a student, as I'm sure most of your listeners will know, is tragic. Um, because, there's, I mean, you can't make enough money and be a student at the same time to live. So we would like to get to a point to where we can help students in situations like that, because it is a, a great need um, here and everywhere else, really. Now, tell me a little bit about the this Safe Space program. What exactly is it for, and what does it help with the students on campus? The Safe Zone, um, before I, I trip over what I'm saying, I, I want to preface with, um, I'm probably not the best one to talk about it, but um, <laughs> it was formed a few years ago. Um, by some of the um, faculty and staff, as well as some of the students. But it has grown into a program, and it's called Safe Zone. They do Safe Zone training all over UA in, in different departments, and residence halls, and stuff like that, about sensitivities with the LGBT community, you know, how to be more open and engaging, and, and things like that. But they've also grown it to businesses in West Alabama, and actually outside of West Alabama, have requested them come out and do the safe zone training for their employees. At UA, they have a safe zone office, which is in the Ferguson Center, kind of like the student union. 
and it, it really is a place where students can, if they want to go grab some food at the, at the Ferg and come in, they can use it as a place to eat, hang out, play video games. Uh, it's just it's a safe space where they know they can be who they are, be, you know, whatever, and there's no harm. All right, so I kind of want to go a little bit back to the Pride events that you're putting together for next month. Tell me a little bit about how it was to you yourself get involved with this, because I know it's a big task to take on a role like this, especially as the head director. How has it been just kind of assuming this role and becoming that part of the voice of the community? Um, I would be lying if I didn't say it has been the absolute most fun I've ever had in my life. Um, <laughs> it's been super stressful. I've, I've had sleepless nights where I just lay awake thinking, oh my gosh, this is actually going to happen. But at the end of the day, I wouldn't trade it for the world, and it is so much fun. I actually got involved on a whim. I was at an HRC event in Birmingham four years ago, and there ended up only being me and one other lady from Tuscaloosa, so we kind of buddied up. And as we were, you know, sitting by each other all day, uh, she mentioned something about a pride event that was going on, and asked if I'd want to be involved with it. And so I jumped on it. I thought it'd be uh, it would be fun, and and it, it, it was something that was needed in our community greatly. And so to be even a small part of it was was huge. And it was after that event that we realized the growth and how we needed to kind of really formalize things. And um, that's when we started a board and, and really formed Druid City Pride. I ended up assuming the director role through all that just because I kind of I took charge on some ends of things. And then I guess it kind of ended up being too, I was the one that had, I could, I could devote more time to it. So, um, like I say, it, it was kind of a, everything fell into place um, perfectly. It has been so much fun. I wouldn't trade it for the world. Uh, it's going to be sad when I have to give it up one day. <laughs> but um, I highly recommend anybody, if there's an opportunity to get involved, whether it's with the LGBT community or, or, or whatever their passion is, to totally do it. Um, it's, it's been absolutely wonderful for me. And again, like I said, it, it can be the most stressful thing in the world. But at the end of the day, when you see the end results, and you know, deep down, you had even the tiniest little part of that. It's amazing. Now, tell me a little bit about on, I guess it's the more personal side, why do you feel that prides, especially in this area, are so important to the community? And why do you feel that so many people haven't been as supportive of it until now? opportunity where um, you can get together with people who you know get you. They understand you. They're in the same place you are. It's great. And for me, that's what pride is. I mean, I, I have so, uh, it's a huge privilege uh, with the, the day job that I have um, that they are open with me and, and, and everybody knows and everybody's cool with it. But other people don't have that luxury. Uh, going back to family, there's still a lot of people that, that deal with family issues and things like that. So when you come to a Pride, or, Pride uh, event, whether it be a festival or just an event throughout the year, 
you're in a space where you're okay. You know, nobody's judging you for the person that you are. Uh, in my own family, um, I have two brothers that will not speak to me because of who I am. I kind of see that as their loss. But, but um, you know, it's going to things like a Pride Festival where I know I don't have to deal with that. The people that I'm, I'm with and um, the people around me, um, we're all part of the LGBT community where there's allies or, or, or you know, um, and it is, you're okay, you're safe, and it's a great place to have fun and be yourself. All right, so how has the rest of your family, how did they handle it? Because uh, I know you said your brothers aren't speaking to you, but did the rest of your family handle it okay, or were they kind of similar in their response? Um, I mean, I wouldn't say it was the most smoothest transition in the world by any But, um, like, me and my mom have a good relationship now, and um, it's really just my brothers that, that, that um, have chosen to shut things out and pretend like it's not there. Mm-hmm. What is something that you would want to tell people who might be in a similar situation and either their family hasn't been the most receptive or just didn't seem to understand or get it? What what would be something you would want to tell them to, I guess, help them out and figure things? Um, the biggest thing, and it's super cliche, and I hate saying it, but it is the, the truth. It gets better. It really does. Um, sometimes, you know, you may have family that don't get you and, you know, never stop trying with them because unfortunately that is your family, but, you know, at some point you have to live your life for yourself and if if they're not going to accept you for who you are, then you have to move on and find people that will. Um, a lot easier said than done, but at the end of the day, it will make you feel better um, in accepting yourself. So just be you, love yourself, and if somebody else can't love you back, then you have to go to, you have to move on. Again, easier said than done. (laughs) (laughs) Now, are there any areas in the Tuscaloosa area or nearby that individuals could go if maybe they're trying to figure things out and are just looking for resources or just trying to find somebody to talk to? Um, So this is an area that we are unfortunately lacking in, and um, we are hoping to, uh, as Good City Pride, we hope to be able to change soon. But with that said, we did uh, help with the formation of a PFI chapter here in Tuscaloosa this year. We have some amazing people who have taken over the leadership for that. They meet the first Monday of every month whether you are a parent, friend, or you are the individual who's LGBT, it's a great place to go where you will get nothing but love. And if anybody need, I mean, anybody else in a situation like that, if, if, if they're really searching and, and need help, you can always reach out to Druid City Prod. I can't say that we all always have the answers, but we can get you in touch with somebody that does. So we are, our, our door's always open. Now, if somebody wants to get in contact with you guys, where can they go to receive that information? So, uh, you can go to Facebook, um, and we are just Druid City Pride, same thing on Instagram, Twitter, but the easiest way would be to email DruidCityPride at gmail.com. 
All right. Thank you very much. And if you guys are listening out there and are needing somebody to talk to or just a place to go to figure things out, please make sure to get in contact with them because they are a great organization as well as Central Alabama Pride, Pride on the Plains, and all of those organizations and all over the state. There's somewhere that you can find information, so just make sure to be looking for that. And we'll definitely post the links to these pages on our Facebook page. But unfortunately, we are out of time for today, so we're going to head back to some more music, and we will be right back after this. <laughs> 